0: hey folks michael here i help squatch produce the show actually he kind of forces me to produce the show but anyways if you like the podcast please rate and review it on itunes i would really appreciate it it'll help the podcast get more visibility help get the word out there and all that good stuff and of course if you haven't subscribed yet please do that as well new episodes will be released every two weeks thanks folks enjoy the show Greetings, listeners. Before we get into the show, I just want to go over the Lost and Found for this week. Sitting in the Lost and Found this week is one bloody meat cleaver, one bloody sledgehammer, one bloody chainsaw, and one suit made entirely out of human skin. The suit appears to be about an extra large in size, but I don't know if that means that the person who the skin was ripped off of was an extra large, or if the person who made the suit is an extra large. So whether you're missing a suit made out of human skin, or if you yourself had all of your skin ripped off of your body, in either case, your skin is sitting here waiting for you. I'm Squatch Ronson. And you're listening to the Backwoods Radio Show. Wendigo Joe has been AWOL for six consecutive days, and Sheriff Bow has asked residents to keep their eyes peeled for the old recluse. If you don't know who Wendigo Joe is, then you must live under a rock. Then again, most folks have never actually seen Wendigo Joe in the flesh, as the old hermit spends all of his time living in a shack up in the mountains. And most of us only know him from the impromptu sermons he broadcasts from up there. But that's the thing. Wendigo Joe hasn't broadcast a single sermon all week, which is very unusual for him. In fact, it was his silence that alerted authorities that something was amiss and led Sheriff Bo to head up the mountain for a welfare check. As it turned out, Wendigo Joe was nowhere to be found. Now, I know it might seem illogical to worry about a missing hermit, and it may not seem like a big deal to some, but this should be of great concern to all of Dogsnout County, and could very well have dire consequences for all of us. Some of you younger folks in town may not know this, but Wendigo Joe used to be an actual Wendigo. A Wendigo is a winter-dwelling, man-eating monster that shows no mercy. And the last time Wendigo Joe reverted back to his primal form, he nearly wiped out all of Dog Snout County. Maybe you're not worried about fending off a bloodthirsty creature, but that's not the only risk we face if Wendigo Joe has indeed transformed into a Wendigo again. A Wendigo is essentially the embodiment of winter, and an arctic chill follows it wherever it goes. I know it's been hot as hell here as of late, mostly due to the portal to hell that opened up downtown, but I'd wager that that's preferable to sub-zero weather. So unless y'all want to feel what it's like to live through the Ice Age, then you got to do your part. So please, if anyone has any information on the whereabouts of Wendigo Joe, please contact Sheriff Bo immediately. In other news, Pastor Finnegan Marsh is up to his shenanigans again. In the past, Marsh was known for making complex murderous devices and sticking sinners inside of them, giving them the opportunity to escape and find redemption. Apparently, he watched one too many Saw movies, and there definitely are too many of those. Incidentally, he's somehow gotten it in his head that Dog Snout County has become too sinful as of late, and he's taken the Lord's work into his own hands. Apparently, he kidnapped a Navy SEAL and is forcing him to wipe out the most sinful residents in town being the handy fella that he is, Pastor Finnegan Marsh apparently created some sort of iron mask that tightens with every passing hour, and you guessed it, he stuck the mask on that there Navy seal he kidnapped. I guess this Navy seal has 12 hours to scratch off all the names on his hit list before the mask hits its tightest setting and crushes his skull. So in short, he's pretty motivated. All this to say, Be on watch for a crazed man wearing an iron mask wielding an AK-47. I don't know if my name is on the hit list, but I figure I'll just hole up in here for the next 12 hours until his head explodes and his eyes shoot out of his skull like a couple of Roman candles. Now I gotta take a quick little break here to run some errands. I had to reprimand a few of my interns who kept breaking out of their cages. Needless to say, I've got some bodies to bury and I'm going to need some help doing it. So I got to make a quick run over to Hank's Child Farm to rent a couple of rabid, feral kids to help me out. I'll be back in a jiffy with the weather and traffic. But in the meantime, here's a little ditty I queued up for (laughs) you.
1: let And when I speak, I can't I'm a monster I'm a monster I'm a monster
0: That was I Am A Monster by Tiny Folk We'll be back with the show in just a second But first, here's a quick word from our sponsors
2: Are you tired of your sinks getting clogged? Hi, Foot Baron here with another great new product for the people of Dawgsnout County. I don't just collect and sell severed human feet. I also make household products too, and no home should be without my latest product, Foot Baron's All-Purpose Drain Opener. Just pour a little bit in your clogged sink or shower drain, and it'll clear the line in seconds. And it beats even the toughest clogs. I've had a killer clown living in my bathroom sink clogging up my drain for weeks, but it's no match for my all-purpose drain opener.
3: Hey, footy boy, why don't you come down here and join me? It's a lot of fun down here.
2: My mom told me not to talk to strangers. Oh,
3: but don't you want a balloon? Look how it floats. Wouldn't you like to float, footy boy?
2: A balloon to float. I'm high on cocaine, 24/7.
3: Don't you want it? Don't you want it? Don't you want it?
2: Now watch what happens when I pour some of my all-purpose drain opener into the sink. Don't you want it? This is patented drain opener, you slime! See? There's no blockage. This stuff can't beat. Not even killer clowns can match the intense power of Foot Baron's All-Purpose Strain Opener. And it could be yours today for just $19.95. That's right, only $19.95. But wait, there's more. If you call now, I'll throw in a severed foot. Free! That's right, free! Have a dog? Let Fido use it as a chew toy. Have a friend with a foot fetish? Wrap it up and set it aside for his birthday. This is a $3,000 value for only nineteen ninety five, and it's going fast. So don't wait. Call one 800 foot to claim your offer today. Pouring
0: drain opener down your drain will not prevent the boys in
2: town from gangbanging your daughter in a sewer.
0: Welcome back, folks. Now, I know I said I was going to be giving you the weather and traffic reports after the break, but I don't think we're going to have time to get to them today, unfortunately. Because in a second here, I'm going to be taking a call from a disgruntled listener who lives here in Snout County, or rather, beneath Snout County. You see, during the break, I actually caught some flack for something I said earlier in the show. If you'll recall, at the start of the show, I said anybody who didn't know who Wendigo Joe was must live under a rock. Now, unbeknownst to me, apparently the phrase, live under a rock, has been deemed offensive in 2019 because it is a figure of speech that attaches a negative connotation to people who live under rocks. And as you may or may not know, a small percentage of the Dog Snout County population is made up of subterranean humanoid mole people who quite literally live under rocks. And during the break, one of these mole people called in to explain to me why using the phrase live under a rock is offensive. I don't really see the problem here, and I'm not sure how using such a common turn of phrase could be seen as offensive, but I figure it's only fair that I give the mole people the opportunity to voice their opinion and educate us on the matter. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Krimtar to the show. Thanks for calling in today, Krimtar. Ronson. so I understand that your people feel that the phrase "live under a rock" is a sort of a uh, racial slur, so to speak. Could you explain why that is to me and the listeners
3: with pleasure? you see, Squatch Ronson, when you say that someone who doesn't know something must live under a rock, it implies that people who live under rocks are uneducated as people who dwell underground, we take offense to this. Because we are just as intelligent as those of you who live above ground. It makes us feel as though the people of Dogs Now County see themselves as better than us. Just because they can stand above ground in direct sunlight without the flesh melting off their
0: bones. Just to give the listeners a little background, the mole people who live under Dogs Now County used to be human. But way back when, the last time Wendigo Joe reverted back to his primal form, in fact... Dog Snap County was hit by an ice age, and as a result, many residents moved into caves underground to find shelter from the cold, as well as to avoid being devoured by Wendigo Joe. But the ice age lasted longer than expected, and the mole people were stuck down there for so long that they evolved into the subterranean humanoids we know them as today.
3: You see right there, the fact that you had to explain to your listeners who we are says it all. It's as if the people of Dogstown County have completely forgotten that we exist.
0: But, I mean, in our defense, the reason we forget about you folks is because you only show your faces once every 13 years. Just
3: because we are only able to come above ground once every 13 years does not mean that we are not equals. It's as if you ground-level people look at us like we are beneath you.
0: Well, I mean, that's because you kind of are beneath us. Literally. Let's not get carried away, Krimtar. Nobody is saying that you're lesser than us. You have our full respect. If we have your respect, then why is it that whenever Dogs Now County holds any sort of town meeting, we never receive an invite? Why would we invite you to something you're physically incapable of showing up to? You said it yourself. You can only come above ground once every 13 years anyways. Still, it would be nice to be asked. Speaking of which... Why is it that you only come above ground once every 13 years? What's the deal with that? Ah, you speak
3: of the sacred molting. You see, Squatch Ronson, once every 13 years, we subterranean people begin to molt. Our old skin begins to separate from our bodies, making way for the new skin. The old skin acts as a sort of temporary barrier that shields us from the deadly rays of the sun. We use this opportunity to come above ground and gather up food and water to stockpile so that we have enough supplies to tide us over for the next 13 years until the next sacred moulting. It's a grand event that allows us to experience Dogs now County in all of its glory, if not for a few brief hours. Are you familiar with the phrase,
0: Every day above ground is a blessing? Yes, I'm familiar with it.
3: Well, that phrase was invented by our people. Every 13 years, we are blessed with one day above ground. And we cherish that day. We always try to mingle with the rest of Dogsnow County when that day comes around. But our spirits are swiftly crushed. Because the residents of Dogsnow County are not so welcoming of us. It feels as though everyone would rather we just
0: underground. Look, Krimtart, you gotta see it from our perspective. You mole people completely isolate yourselves from the rest of Dogsnout County for 13 years at a time, and then one day, out of the blue, you all erupt from the ground in giant hordes destroying our lawns, and then you spend the next five hours running around Dogsnout County like you own the place, looting our stores and clearing out the shelves, stealing all the food and water in town, and then the worst part is, before y'all head back underground, you shed all your skins and just leave a big ol' mess behind for us to deal with. And then we gotta spend the rest of our day cleaning up after you, Gathering up your old husks and wheelbarrows and hauling them over to Millie's fire pit to dispose of them. It's one thing to come up for food and water every so often. But to have a whole horde of mole people shed their skins and leave a bunch of creepy, dead-eyed, hollow shells around town for us to pick up? now that's just rude
3: and have you ever asked yourself why we shed our skin and leave our husks behind squatch ronson we don't do it to inconvenience you we don't do it out of spite or selfishness the reason we leave our hollow humanoid shells behind is that so they can serve as a reminder a reminder that we're here A reminder that we're just as much a part of Dogs Now County as you are. We leave our husks behind because we don't want to be forgotten.
0: I- I'm sorry, Krimtar. I- I don't know what to say. I guess I never realized how much our acceptance meant to you.
3: It means the world to us, Squatch Ronson. All we want is to
0: be a part of your community. You mean our community. You're right, Krimtar. You folks are just as much a part of Dogsnout County as me or King Pork or even the rabid children over at Hank's Child Farm. And I'm sorry it took me this long to realize that. On behalf of the ground-level folks of Dogsnout County, I would like to apologize to the mole people. Uh,
3: Let me stop you right there, Squatch. The term mole people is actually a slur as well. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no worries. I'm not trying to berate you. I appreciate that you're making an effort. But the thing is, we really don't identify with moles at all. We're actually more akin to giant locusts. In fact, we distaste moles.
0: So, um, then what do you prefer to be called?
3: The Swarm. We prefer to be called
0: The Swarm. All right. Well, I, Squatch Ronson, on behalf of the ground-level people of Dogsnout County, would like to apologize to the Swarm for mistreating y'all for all of these years. And I pledge to make an effort to treat you and all other Locust folk fairly and with dignity. And I,
3: Krimtar the Wise, on behalf of the Swarm, accept your heartfelt
0: apology. I know we have a ways to go, Krimtar, but I think this is a step in the right direction. And I hope one day we can unify our diverse communities. I hope so, too. Thank you, Squatch Ronson. Thank you, Krimtar, for showing me the air of my ways. For helping me to become not just a better person, but a more sympathetic cannibal. I look forward to seeing you at the next Sacred Molting, my friend. You
3: too, Squatch Ronson. Expect a visit from me 11 years from now. You have a good day, is it? day up there? I wouldn't know. I live in total darkness. I don't even know what my own child looks like. I spend most of my time fumbling around in a dark void, nervously calling out to my family, worried that at any moment they won't respond, and that I may never find my way back to them, and I'll die alone in a cold, damp cave filled with spiders and rats and
0: insects and worms. Well, folks, there you have it. I think we all learned a valuable lesson today. It doesn't matter what we look like. It doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, black or white. It doesn't matter if you're a mutant alligator man or a 126 year old quadruple amputee who looks like a giant sentient testicle. It doesn't even matter if you're a subterranean humanoid monster who melts into a puddle of goo when exposed to sunlight. Because deep down, we're all the same. Don't believe me? Here's a homework assignment for you. I want you all to go home tonight and invite some friends over. Friends of all different backgrounds. Pour them all a few drinks laced with Ambien. Once they're asleep, grab yourself a turkey slicer and cut them open from their chin all the way down to their belly button. Then you give me a call and tell me what you see inside. Cause you see, none of us are special, folks. At the end of the day, the fact of the matter is, we're all just bags of meat.
2: The Backwoods Radio Show is a
0: twice-monthly podcast produced by me, Michael LaRusso. If you enjoy the podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends who also have a fucked up sense of humor. And be sure to follow Squatch Ronson on all social media, at Squatch Ronson. Thanks for listening. Baby.